T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Y'all bring me back the old songs you used to do. Used to ride with my parents. It's like an oldie station today. Yeah. It's too late, Hugh. You can't turn back time, Hugh. You're falling in love. That's what's the Are you talking about it's too late for the Eagles? It's the rap. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to turn back time. We're trying to reconstruct the championship team. We gotta re. We gotta make this thing over. We can do that. We can make that. Well, Howie's got a lot of work to do. 215-592-9494. We'll get to the latest on Joel Embiid, who did not play last night. Neither did Maxi. Sixers lose in Portland. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff out there about Joel and what the heck's going on with this deal. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Your phone calls here. And do you believe the Eagles are close? 215-592-9494, the phone number. What's the poll so far early in the show here, Kyle, on, on are the Eagles close? Because feels to me so far, uh, early in the show, our callers a little bit split on this. Some, yeah, yeah, some, yeah they're close. Some, like, no way. It's 62% saying yes. Mm. They think the Eagles are close. So They believe like me. Yep. We don't know how we're going to fix it. We like, like, see, this is the thing. Money is an issue. I understand that. That's not my expertise. Math is not what I do. But I do know that what you need to make this team better. Now, I understand that there's probably going to be some guys, like I said, that aren't going to be expendable like I would like them to be. But you can fix this. And if you put enough defensive minds in there that can understand and, 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 and relate to some of these guys and how they play, then you can fix this. You can fix this pretty fast. They could fix it, uh, and maybe Howie will. And maybe in a month or two or three, I feel way differently. But right now, I think they have a lot of work to do. We don't know, but I'm assuming Kelsey's not going to play. O-line, corner, safety, linebacker, wide receiver. They got And they have to fix the quarterback. I mean, that that's one thing we're not even going to know about until they start the season next year. Like, I, I, I could see the first day of free agency, Howie makes a move, trades for a Pat Sertain or something. Like, I could see that happening, but – are we going to be sure that Jalen Hurts is is healthy and the player we think he is until they start the season? We're not going to know. We're not going to know until week one of next season. Brad is up next on WIP. Hey, Brad. What's up, fellas? What's going on? How we What's doing, up, Brad? Chilling. So just to let y'all know, I'm born and bred in Philly. That's 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 home. I'll I'll, ne- I'll never forget it. I love it forever. But Philadelphia Eagles are fundamentally flawed from the top down. Because if you think about it, the Eagles never could never could deal with that dude. You know, you know what I'm saying? That that guy, like Reggie White, Brian Dawkins, LaShawn McCoy, Shady, AJ Green was on his on his way to becoming that dude. And as soon as, as soon as he was on that route, that trajectory, they shut it down. That's you when the mean, Eagles started Brown? to suck. You mean AJ Brown? AJ Brown, sorry. Yeah. My bad, my bad. We do that all. <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah. But uh, he, was on, he was on that way to be that dude. Now, the albatross, the albatross of that was Nick Foles. They didn't expect Nick Foles to be that dude. And then what happened, Nick Foles and Doug Peake became, became that dude, became bigger than the team because they were nationally recognized for, all, for what they were able to do. And Howie and Jeff, can't couldn't deal with it because they're not the cool kids at the cool table, and so now the cool kids will get more power 
And so, unfortunately, because of the way the organization, organization is run, we will never be in a position to succeed because we don't allow persons with big personalities to succeed and flourish. So, yeah, I mean, look, they've had some. They've had some big personalities around here, Brad. The, but, a, the but, AJ but, party. But, but, they got, but they got rid of all of them. Like T.O. you're talking about? Is that we're going yeah, back to that? T.O., D.J., LaShawn. So, yeah, so two of the three are wide receivers. Wide receivers tend to be outlandish personalities. They're a little different. That's par for the course when you talk about wide receivers, I think. True, but do you see this organization ever getting a Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow? They'll never get a personality like that. They'll never get a leader like that. That's why Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, all them big-time coaches, uh, Mike Tomlin, will never get them because their personalities are so big that they're bigger than bigger than the number crunchers. I agree with the coach there. There's, yeah, some, Brad, there's I, something to that. But I agree far, the coach part. As far as the players are concerned, you need ballers. And, and I – I know there are some people that don't like A.J. Brown, man. I don't think A.J. Brown was a bigger issue as people made him out to be. I think that it's easy to point to him because he's a receiver. And we've seen track records of receivers that are that are on that divadom mm-hmm. that tend to tend to derail certain things. I don't I honestly, I'm telling you, I don't I don't feel as strongly as everybody else did about A.J. Brown and him being that type of guy. I really, really did. Uh, so I, I agree with some stuff our last caller said. The one part I definitely agree with. Some I, I think they, look, if they could get drafted Patrick Mahomes or if Jalen was Patrick Mahomes, they'd be very happy with that. I, I, I think they want a star quarterback here. And, and they've tried uh, to have one for a long time. And Jalen maybe still will go back to being that. He was one a year ago. But I do believe it on the coach thing. I don't think the Eagles want a, a strong will type coach. I do believe coach. that. I do believe that. And I've heard that on multiple occasions from multiple multiple different people. Yeah, it's almost like after the Chip Kelly experience, they said no more, never again. Nobody we're not puts doing baby this. baby in the closet. Yeah, we're never doing this. We're, we, Jeff and Howie run the team, and they have a coach who will go along with the plan. It, it, the way I view the Eagles is I, I think they want to run it like a baseball team. Where the front office builds the team, creates the strategy, and it's just the ma- you're the manager. You just sit there. You stand there. You you could set the lineup if you want. You can make a couple decisions. Like pitching is like you know pitching decisions late in games, like fourth down. The bullpen yeah, but we, is like fourth we, down. We make we get the ingredients for the for the meal. Right. But you, you gotta put you can put it together. Yeah. But we we buy the ingredients. Yeah. And then you talk after the game, and if there's a bad decision, you take the heat for them. And that that's what I view them doing with a head coach. It's not a strong-willed guy. Let's no, there was no Shanahan, McVay. Mike Vrabel, none of that, and I don't think they're going to do that again. I mean, and so so far the formula has worked for them. That's Hugh. It's a very fair point. Yeah, I mean, and and you can't go against until it doesn't work, then it's not going to change. And and to be honest, I, I really don't have a problem with it because it to up until now, it hasn't been that big of an issue because the problems that we're talking about, whatever they are, they haven't derailed. The team as a whole, it hasn't it hasn't come to a head like that. Now there's been speculation and there's been rumors and there's been rumblings, but to be honest, it hasn't fragmented the team to the point where you know you got guys doing pushups in the, in, the, in the front lawn. It hasn't really held them back. Yeah, I mean, you wonder could they be better? You yes. know, if, if they hired a special head coach. Yeah, I mean, I think the last three weeks we all wondered that, but it, you're right, it hasn't truly held them back. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine for coming up. Just a couple minutes. The latest on Joel Embiid with his knee issue. Didn't play Saturday in Denver. That was a whole fiasco. Also didn't play last night in Portland. OG, Wade in Chester. What's up, OG? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? What's up, man? Good, OG. What are you feeling today? I'm a little testy, man. I'm just an elephant in this room that ain't being addressed. And Hugh kind of tapped on it for a minute, but Hugh's in the, in the non-believing stance, and I'm in the, you know, the believer. And I think that the only thing that has nothing's been done yet in terms of fixing what was wrong with this team. And you know why? Because I believe that Howie Roseman and Jeffrey have sat down with AJ and told him that we will accommodate you, but we need you to keep it down. He's the only one that ain't said nothing. He, he's, he wears a C on his chest, on his jersey. He's the only one of them that didn't have an exit interview. He's not being heard of on no social medias. Ain't nothing floating with this situation. And to me, if if you ever and you, I don't, you know, I know you said you've been in multiple locker rooms. It ain't never ever in my life of watching this game been a situation that we experienced here in Philadelphia this year. And that started 
with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. And that has not been addressed since the Minnesota game where he was snapping on Jalen on the sideline, and he did it in multiple games. And I said it then, and I'm going to say it now. A.J. should have never, ever done that. I don't give a damn what they say they was arguing about. It should have never went down because what it did is it ignited something. And that ignitement is that you disrespected Jalen Hurts. And you don't know. We all look at Jalen as this tough guy. So this is why it's easy for us to criticize him. You see, uh, everybody goes in on Jalen because they know what? He can take it. Mm -hmm. But nobody is considering, don't you know that this man also has a, a manhood that he has to protect as well? So forever, all of us keep coming at him with all this tough guy stuff. He can take it, but ain't nobody considering the situation but the Philadelphia Eagles organization. So, OG, just to be clear, you think AJ is going to be moved this offseason? I'm going to be honest. I'm a, it's breaking news right now. And I thought about it, and everybody said, no, OG, that can't happen because it'll be a $36 million cap hit. Guess how they're going to do it? They're going to extend him to a big contract. When these robber receivers get their money, and then they're going to trade him on draft day. Really? And guess who they trade him to? Chicago for that number nine, that number nine pick. Well, that's I an interesting trade idea. Well, OJ, listen, I don't think your premise is crazy that they move on from AJ. OJ, we, OJ, we appreciate. I don't think it's crazy. Feelings. All right, let me let me try, try to find that song. They remember that song. That's, Nothing yes. more than feelings. Yeah, I, I do remember that. So don't hurt his feelings. OJ's premise that they're, that they're going to move on from AJ, I don't think is a crazy thought. Man, I do. I don't. <laughs> why? Not why? that. Not that I want to. Because here's why. Because because he because he hurt AJ. Uh, well, Jalen. Okay, that that to me that's not even a big part of it. I think they have too much money invested in the offense. There's only so much cap room here. Devontae Smith's agent is going to ask for an extension this offseason. He's going to command in the twenties, if not more. I saw one projection for Justin Jefferson, and they are, you know, on similar in terms of about to get paid lengths, right? They're both going to get paid. Mm -hmm. I saw a projection for Justin Jefferson that was somewhere in the $180 million range. Right? He didn't get his deal yet, Justin Jefferson, I don't believe. So if Jefferson gets 38 a year or whatever, he's going he's gonna to break the record because he's off to the best start of anyone probably ever, wide receiver. Then if I'm Devontae's agent, I'm like, all right, that's the new market, I get 30. And AJ's going to get 25. We're going to have $55 million a year at wide receiver and a $50 million a year quarterback. I, I, I think it's too much money on offense. So I, I, think, I think they might do this. I think the, I think the conversation for, for, for the Slim Reapers job is going to be had this year. I don't think necessarily you have to move on it. And as far as AJ being traded, I do not believe that wholeheartedly because he is a record-breaking receiver. And why would you – like? I, I don't see this relationship as being that fragmented that he has to go. That would surprise me immensely if Jalen went into the office and said, you know what, A.J. hurt my feelings. That I would be surprised by that, too. <laughs> he I, hurt my feelings. He got to go. So, but I do, I, I do wonder, I though, because you keep talking about elephant in the room. We all know there was, an, obviously, an issue communication and, and chemistry last year. They're bringing back the coach. Mm -hmm. He's not going anywhere. They're bringing back – Jalen, he's not going anywhere. Does someone have to be removed from this? And I, and I guess Brian Johnson, but come on. I mean, that's Is that really going to make a big difference here? I, I don't think OG Wade's crazy that that, that, that could be a conversation this offseason. And I also think they it, it's not going to be easy to build a functional roster and with a defense that has good players if you are spending, what is the math on that? 30 and 25 is what, 55? And Jalen's 50? You're basically allocating 100. $105 million on a $240 million cap on three offensive players. That's a lot. It is, but I feel like like this is a conversation. Like I look at it like this, Joe, and you're totally right. And there is uh, – the rubber's going to meet the road soon enough. But I feel like this is the year. Like I'm looking at it like this. If we can get this offense clicking this year with this defense playing well and we make it to the Super Bowl, then that's an easier conversation to have because you're trying to hold this team together in order to get over the hump and get to the you know get a, get a championship, and then figure that out. That's why I feel like this year would be the year where you could take uh, Slim Reaper's deal, probably tell him, "Hey, look, man, as soon as the season, or we can probably get something done." Or hopefully he's in a situation. I'm not saying take a cap friendly deal, but hell, 
Howie's been a number guru all this time. Figure it out, Howie. That's your job. I know, but there's only so many. Figure, figure so guru them. So many figure, big contracts. Figure out the guru thing. Yeah. Do, do your thing. Man. Do your two two time that dude thing. Do that. All right, we'll get back to all your phone calls here in the Eagles in just a second. Let's hit this uh, Joel Embiid news because Joel didn't play again last night in Portland. You know, what, what was it a week ago? We're doing the seventy point thing, and we're all like, "Oh, Joel, what does it mean? Is this this year different?" Well, all of a sudden, things have, have come back to reality here. Joel Embiid is is injured again, uh, or something's going on. So yesterday. Uh, Ramona Shelburne, ESPN, had a report to you about what's going on with Joel Embiid, okay? She wrote this, Embiid was not listed on any of the pregame injury reports leading into Saturday's game. According to sources close to the situation, Embiid was determined to play in Denver for the first time since 2019, but was pulled from the game by the team's medical staff after the staff watched him warm up before the game. As one source put it, he could, and this in the quotes, he could barely jump as... He warmed up. He could barely jump as he warmed up. Hugh, are you worried about Joel? That doesn't sound good. No, that does Especially not. Especially when you talk about the timing of the the, the injury 15 minutes before the game. Mm-hmm. Not on the injury and report. now it feels like it's, it's getting worse as we get further and further into this. So, yeah, that, that's, that's a little bit of a concern. No question about it. All right, then we also had this. Uh, Spike Eskin on the Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast. Listen to this about Joel and, and kind of what he heard about Joel in Denver on Saturday. If it is Joel like can't catch his breath in Denver, they're not going to publicly say he's not going to play because he can't catch his breath in Denver. Like I know people who work in media in Denver and people told me that prior to the game during his warmups he was sucking wind the entire time. So I think it is legitimately possible that that is the truth. Now can they say that? I guess not. And I God bless the Sixers, no offense. I do not give them the benefit of the doubt that they are telling the truth in this instance because they have not earned it. Is Friday Groundhog Day? Is that the date? For February, February 2nd? Something like that. It's always Groundhog Day with the Sixers. It's the Joel Embiid thing. We do this four times a year. He's banged up. He's hurt. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is it serious? Is he ducking, in, ducking Jokic? It's just sometimes it's exhausting. For as great of a player as he is, Hugh, and he's a great especially as an offensive player. He's an all-time scorer. It's exhausting sometimes, everything with Joel Embiid. The the trade deadline is a week from Thursday, and we have the best player on the team, not on the injury report, then not playing, sucking wind. Is his knee really hurt? I have no idea what's going on with Joel Embiid. I never do. This is weird. When you talk about the Denver thing and the fact that he hasn't played in a long time, maybe maybe there's – I remember Ryan Clark had issues Couldn't playing play, in Denver. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe it's the same thing. And if that is the case, maybe that needs to be disclosed. I think it should because, actually, it would be easier that way. Yeah, People would wouldn't be. rip him if he had some sort of condition yeah. where the altitude did give him problems. Yeah, and, and but the thing that really is really weird is the fact that now he can't jump. Like, in the knee – like, there have been times like, – like, I've had knee injuries where initially it didn't feel that bad. And then the next morning you wake up, and part of that is probably because of adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Then you wake up in the morning, and you, you can't move, and, and something's wrong. So there's a possibility that there's that. But this, this playing a Denver thing, that there might be something else to that. There really might be. There might be. Uh, it also speaks to some just overall we have to consider this, and Maury has to consider Next week's the trade deadline. We, we, we've been wondering for two months now, are they going to add something significant to try to move this thing closer? Because they're certainly good, but they're not great. They're not in the level this year of the Celtics, even the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. Or is it going to be like, ah, we'll just kind of wait till the summer and try to go at it in free agency? I, if I'm Daryl Morey right now, I mean, how can I go make a trade? How can I trade something significant when I don't even know if Joel's healthy? Yeah, I, I, it makes it hard. Yeah, and and you try you're trying to make this team better, and your best player right now, we don't know what's going on with him as far as his knee, and, and if this is something that that could potentially last. A long, long time with this something that's going to linger, you know, get, we, as we try to get ready for the playoffs. It's always the same thing. I mean, it just it's, it's 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 so it's so unfortunate because just a week ago, last Monday, if I'm not mistaken, we were talking about how we were excited about the 70 point game yeah. and and yep. how the season looked like it was going and and buying back into the Sixers and everything, and then unfortunately this happens on this West Coast swing. I just I. I with Joel, it just doesn't it feel like he's not built for this. And when I mean, I, see, I, I mean it like I know is his track. body built for one hundred 
plus basketball games a year, I regular season, and then the whole way through the playoffs. I he's never done it one time. Yeah, this is the unfortunate thing about it. It just feels like this is the road that we keep going down. As far as Joel Joel Embiid is concerned, I, I will say this to that though: if this is the biggest breakdown that he's going to have, I would rather have him on this stretch as opposed to. Later in the season, when we're well, trying to get ready for sure, the playoffs. Sure, I agree with that. I mean, you, know what but I mean? You, you just can't time these things. You no, hope you, you can't, but you just you just hope this is it. Uh, you you do. really, really do. You do. Tyrone in Middletown. What's up, Tyrone? Hey, good morning, guys. Great show. How's it going? What's good, going on, Tyrone. Man? What are you feeling? Um, I'm listening to you. I think uh, I, I kind of agree with Joe a little bit on this when you're saying that the Eagles, uh, I don't think they're on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. All right, Tyrone, we're going to put you on hold. Was Tyrone underwater? A submarine? He actually sounded like the Charlie Brown teacher right there. I think he did. We'll, wah, 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 wah. we'll get him back in a second. Jake and Delco. What's up, Jake? Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the show. Thank you, Jake. What are you feeling today? Uh, just to address the scandal with the afternoon show real quick mm-hmm. to start off. Uh, Hugh, you're right. I mean, it's a big table and everybody can eat, but uh, I think it's a buffet. And you went up and filled your plate and got some chicken wings and stuff and sat down. And then your buddy came over and said, hi, how you doing? And then just reached onto your plate and took one of your chicken wings. Now, that, that don't, that, now that's a bad analogy, Jake, because ain't nobody taking no chicken wings off your boy plate. It, it sounded to me, though, and to Jake, like someone took a wing. I mean, that, that, that return, Jake, was, hey, that Jake, was a wing. Jake, not if, we, not if we eat buffet style. You ain't about to do that. <laughs> All right, they took it off of Kyle's plate, and you didn't say anything. That's exactly that. You yeah. know, that's it, Jake. They that's took it. they took a chicken wing right off of Kyle's plate, and Hugh just sat there and smiled. And we're not going to stand for <laughs> <on> that. He's <laughs> you with the sorry partner. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sorry, partner. So with the, with the Eagles, the the question: um, Are we close or not? I, it's been kind of said by some callers earlier, but I don't necessarily agree with the terms of the question because it kind of implies. We know how far we are, or we know how far away we are, or even why. And like Hugh keeps saying, you know, there was a disconnect somewhere, and we still don't know why. And for me, it's like you got a car, and there's all kinds of things wrong with it. You went down to How- Howie's local local friendly mechanic, and and Howie put some new tires on there, some Leonard tires. <laughs> Basically, they, they fell off. <laughs> That's a great analogy. And then, and, then, and then he put some Bayard brake pads on there, and and they didn't work. <laughs> So then, then you went down. They said you got to go to the dealership. So they went to Jeffrey's dealership. <laughs> Jeffrey's in there <laughs> trying to change out the computer chip or something. I don't know. We don't know what's wrong with it, man. Yeah, and, we still and, ain't got and to, Jake, the, to the problem. If you ever had a car a like that, if you ever had a car like that, you start to wonder: like, is is this car really worth it anymore? Right? Like, is this, right. Am I going to get any? How many more miles can I get out of this thing? Because I'm spending a lot of money and time on all these little things. Yeah. Well, Howie knows the guys at the chop shop too, so <laughs> he so does. You know. Now I'm, I'm picturing them at the junkyard now, looking for looking for parts here. Yeah, we don't probably need to be at the junkyard. That's man, that's bad. Yeah, well, that's not the junkyard is not a good spot to be. Jake, man, we appreciate the phone call. It's it's a fun analogy, and that w- that was last season. I mean, they they did. They went to the used car parts place to get get a Bayard and to get a a Darius Leonard, and that and that's what happens. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. All right, we'll get back to the phones here coming up in just a couple minutes, and. We got to talk to a dope here, Howard Askin. We am sure he has thoughts on the Embiid stuff. Does Howard think the Eagles are close? Plus, we have to call him on something he told us a while ago as it relates to the Vic Fangio Gannon situation. We gave Howard his flowers yesterday. Today, we make sure we ha- accountability number one thing here on WIPR two one five five nine two nine four nine four midday show Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints. Dread the idea of surgery. So do I. That's why I went to my guys at QC Kinetics. Let me tell you, people. I had my third treatment at QC Kinetics, and my knees feel so much better. I'm almost ready to run that marathon. Now, I know I keep saying that marathon analogy and everything. I'm probably not going to run a marathon, but you get exactly what I'm talking about. For all those folks out there that have knee pain, you know what you go through on a day-to-day basis. Getting up out of a chair, it hurts like the dickens. I don't have those problems anymore. I still have one more treatment, but right now, I'm feeling real good about myself. And this is not about a Band-Aid. This is not what I'm talking about, people. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. If you like to work out, if you like to be active with your kids or whatever, this can help you out tremendously. Your body has what it needs to heal heal itself, and QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. 
The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And guess what? You can be one of them. If you have hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, you need to call my people at QC Kinetics. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. One more time. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That's right. We're riding with the king. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Howard Eskin joining us right now on the Midday Show. ton of topics to get to, including Andy Reid back in the Super Bowl. Howard, how are we doing today? King. It's on the phone, Jay. Oh, that's, that's on me. Yeah, that's on me. My, I'll, I'll take the L on that one. Howard, how are we doing today? Well, you take the L on a lot of things. So. No, you know what? Not <laughs> as many as you think. Not as many. Howard, how are you feeling? You know what? I feel absolutely sensational. The coach that I've said for years was the best coach in the NFL oh, got, going to the Super Bowl. He is the best coach. He's light years ahead of Bill Belichick. Uh, it's just best coach now in the NFL. Not all time, but he's up there on the list I had. He was no worse than, I would say, three all time. No worse than three. So it's it's. Good, good day for him. Well, Howard, you you were right, and I fought you on that for a while. But I, I've come around to see. I see the runway now for Andy. He he's got the chance <laughs> here to do something super, super special. All right, Howard, we'll come back to Andy. But let me ask you this, Howard. Yeah, we, okay, and we come back to Andy. There's something I want to mention because those boneheads on ESPN just to throw something out, get threw something out, which I know is not going to happen. Okay, but we'll get back. We'll to come that. back to Andy, Howard. The Eagles, this Eagles team. We're, we're having a conversation today. If we think they're close, and what we mean by that is. Close, close to getting to close to getting back and winning a Super Bowl. Do you, <laughs> do you think this team is close, or is there a lot of work to do? Um, I would say they're closer to a lot of work than close to getting back to the Super Bowl. And if you get back to the Super Bowl, there's there's no you got to the Super Bowl, but you didn't win it. If you get there, you got to win it. As we now find out and realize, and just our emotions with what happened last year. So. Uh, now, it, they're closer to the other side than they are getting back to the Super Bowl. I mean, you need the Super Bowl. You obviously need a quarterback. You don't win without a quarterback. You obviously need a defense. Uh, and we, we saw that. We didn't see it from San Francisco in the first half, but we saw it in the second half. So you need a defense. You need a quarterback. And they got some work to do on the defense, and they got to hope the quarterback gets back to close to what he was in 2022. So 
I would go the other way. And, you know, and I understand what Howie says. You know, it's just okay. We're just you know, basically he didn't say retool, but we're close and we have a lot of good. And they have young players, but we don't know that those young players are going to be able, like the corners. Are, are we going to be able to see a corner that can play well enough because we know Bradbury uh, can't play well enough. So, uh, you know, there's some work. There's some real work ahead. How, what do you feel? What is your feeling on Kellen Moore, uh, Howard? Didn't get a chance to ask you about that. You know, I don't know enough about him. Uh, I know that uh, he's well-respected. You know, you can't just look at the last team because they had all kinds of issues uh, uh, with the Chargers. But, uh, I mean, he got Dak Prescott to play above the the ability that I think Dak Prescott has. So uh, he helped get him uh, uh, above there. And during the regular season, Dak Prescott looked all right, but he became Dak Prescott the choke uh, when he got to the playoffs. So I, I don't know, but I, when you look at the options, um, there were some decent options out there. That's probably the probably the best option uh, for an offensive coordinator. So yeah, I'm. That, but to tell you how much I know about him, I know people that know him, and obviously they tell you they respect him, and they think he's a bright and bright young mind. But he's been in in coaching for what six years now, mm-hmm. five six years. So he obviously has the ability uh, to do it. But the players got to make plays and you can do all you want, but the players still have to make plays, but I'm, I'm fine with uh, Kellen Moore. I'm fine. I, I think it was a, it was a good choice. Howard, what did you see? What did you want to address about what was being said about Reed out there? Okay. Because I remember the conversation I had with him when he won his first Super Bowl uh, with Patrick Mahomes. And I saw him right after the game and on the field before the, the uh, trophy presentation and his, I know there was word that uh, he might retire because I know his wife wanted him that to to retire. I, I, he ain't retiring. So at that time, so I said, Andy, you know, you, you know, there's talk about you retiring. He says, not with the quarterback that I have. <laughs> so as long as he has that quarterback, and he's got him for what? How many more years does he have that quarterback? But ESPN this morning, the, the brilliant dopeheads of ESPN, just to throw out a topic. Well, there's a 50% chance that Andy Reid will tire if he wins a Super Bowl. 50%. There's not 2%. He's got Patrick Mahomes for a lot more years. He enjoys it. Uh, he, it doesn't wear him out. And, uh, and that's a big part of it. If you didn't have a chance, you might say, okay, the team's kind of at the end. As long as you have that quarterback – you're not at the end. I just don't think he's retiring for a few more years. He's only 65 years old. I mean, it's just, come on now. So I don't think he's going to, and not even close to retirement, as long as he's got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he could be part of history with Mahomes because they got a chance after this year to be back in the Super Bowl uh, again. And, uh, you know, all that nonsense about Belichick because he didn't cheat. Uh, to to win Super Bowls, he did it um, the honest way. Where Belichick, we know for one year, did not. Yeah, if I was Andy, I'm I'm with you, Howard. I wouldn't go anywhere because he can he can keep racking yeah. up championships. All right, Howard, r- rank these three: Montana, Brady, Mahomes. How would you rank those quarterbacks? Well, I always thought Montana was the best over Brady, but now it's hard not to put Mahomes up there because he's done an. A, a, at a high level for so long, I would go Mahomes, Montana, and then Brady. I would put Brady third because he's not, he's not the goat for sure. Cause there's now two guys in my opinion that are ahead of him, And just like the coach wasn't the goat. So I would put Brady third uh, and Brady was terrific. He won a super bowl. And Belichick wasn't even. He won a Super Bowl within a with a good team, not a great team, mm-hmm. when he went to Tampa. Yep. So, but uh, Mahomes has got to be the best. But I can't ever, you know, I was so lucky to have watched Montana, and like you guys did too. I mean, you're not too old or too young to not have seen Montana. Never lost a Super Bowl. Never threw an interception in the Super Bowl. And he was just he was 
he was amazing. Yeah, he, he was. was uh, well, especially with the game amazing. on the line. I mean, all three of them with the game on the line. You want the ball in their hands, Howard? We were discussing earlier, and they were doing the morning show. If we should have an Andy Reid Appreciation Day too, what do you think about that at WIP? No, I, that's overdone. It's just you didn't appreciate him when he was here, uh, and then you didn't. Okay, I understand. At the end, it was not pretty. And there's always an expiration date on a head's coach, and he got to the expiration date. He knew it. The team knew it. But then people buried him afterwards. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. Time management, you know, all the things that people whine about, which aren't correct. He was a terrific coach here, and he's gotten better over years. And people buried to have an appreciation. Have an appreciation day too. It was disingenuous the first time. Now it's dis- It's even more disingenuous the second time. I, and I, stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> you know what? You know I want to do it, Howard. Yeah, I mean, we we I, I think we need to do it. All right, Howard. Two more for you. We it's, only need to so you can get Andy Reid to come on the air. Well, that'd I mean, be great. I mean, the, the guy's a great yeah, coach. Okay. All right, Howard. That's two great. more. Two more big ones. Them. Two more big ones for you. All right, Howard. <laughs> you, what's your read on the Joel Embiid situation? Denver, fifteen minutes for the game out. Now we're getting reports he couldn't jump, didn't play last night. Howard, what's your read on Joel? What's going on here? Well, he should be playing. If it's only when, how many players don't have some discomfort and some issues, uh, and they play the game? I think he's too worried about his 30, 30 points a game and keeping that streak going. So Denver, he hasn't played since twenty nineteen. I mean, that's ridiculous. That Ed is just totally ridiculous. So he bails out of Denver. And then I think, and this is just my devious mind thinking, if he had played uh, last night, I think the NBA would have fined the Sixers. Remember, you're not supposed to keep a guy out for load management, but they don't say load management. They already they make up an injury. So if he had played last night, they would have probably gotten fined, and it would have probably been a hefty fine, especially because that game was on national TV. He saw everybody else wasn't playing. Well, they, they might just double and triple team me, so I might not get my 30 points. Uh, so I, I'm not sure it's as bad as they imply. He will play. They play Thursday night, I guess, in Utah. I would be really surprised if he doesn't play on Thursday. But I think he's too worried about his 30-point. He's already won an MVP. Uh, he's probably going to be able, when he plays the right amount of games, and I think he'll find a way to do that. He'll win the scoring title. Uh, But I'm going to ask you this question. But I think he's going to play on Thursday night. I think he's just worried about his streak. Uh, And and he comes in later this year, and I forget when it is, but it's soon. Luka Doncic comes in. He had 40, what, 43 points last night and 15 assists. Yep. Guys, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And when he scored 70, hey, that's an unbelievable feat. And I, I, I will give him that, and he's extremely talented. But in that same week, another person scored 70 uh, over 70, and two guys scored over 60 on the same nights. The NBA's defense is a complete farce and a joke. It's a no-defense league. I mean, Utah scores, what, 100? Or Brooklyn scores 147 points last yeah, night. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Howard, half of the people, or almost half of the people that have scored 70 have done it in the last year. Ever. I know it, it, it's 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 really a joke, but the thing is, I just uh, you know I, I think he wants to win the scoring title, and I think that's what he's going to try to do. And I just I, I don't buy I don't buy all this other stuff. I, I I just don't I just don't buy it. And I think he'll I think he'll play on on Thursday night. Uh, it just uh, yeah I, I'm not I'm not. I'm not worried that he's hurt for a long period of okay. time. Okay, well, that's good. All right, Howard, let's end with this. We're about two weeks away from pitchers and catchers in spring training. Howard, are the Phillies done? Because I'm underwhelmed with the offseason. They brought Nola back, which is fine, and, and obviously he's a good pitcher. But I, I just feel like they need another good player. I don't know if that's another arm or an outfielder, but I just feel like they haven't done enough this offseason. Do you think they're done? Okay, no. Absolutely N-O. No, they are not done. They will get, I believe, another starter, and I think they'll get another pitcher for the bullpen, and they need a bat. Mm-hmm. Here's what I have a problem with. They missed Reese Hoskins last year, and I said they were going to miss him. And you were right. They, they did miss him, yep. I mean, home runs, doubles, walks. He gets it all. He gets it all. It's not just swinging for home runs. He did it all. And I'm disappointed. I'll just say disappointed 
that Reese Hoskins didn't go back to right field. They could have put Hoskins Bryce, at first. Bryce, Bryce didn't go back to right. Uh, a Bryce, I'm yeah. saying Bryce could have gone to right field. Castellanos in left. Hoskins at first, and their lineup is immediately better. In I agree. In million a year, it's, it's chump change anymore. And Howard, they, they, it seems like they're counting on Rojas to hit enough to make his defense <sighs> worth it. That, that feels like a gamble. Right. It feels like yeah, a gamble. It really is a gamble. But to answer your question, they are not done. I, I have confidence in Dave Dombrowski. They know, you know, I said last year, I think this year and next year are the, their best chances to win a World Series. And I, I think it's still their best chances – They've got to overcome Atlanta because they're really good, and the Dodgers. Who knows what the Dodgers have really Ooh, loaded up. Yep. Uh, so, I, but in their division, it's just the Phillies and Atlanta. I, I don't worry about anybody else. And I think Dave Dombrowski knows that. Uh, they've got some players that they probably shouldn't trade who are young players that if they get the right player, uh, they wanted uh, the guy from Milwaukee. But Milwaukee won so much. Oh, Corbin Burns. Uh, Corbin oh, Burns. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. If they got him, they're right there with Atlanta. But it's just too much. But that's who they really wanted. But they And so did the Dodgers. That's how crazy things are. The Dodgers are trying to get him, wow. too. Wow. Uh, so I, I, it, it's going to be interesting. But Dave Dombrowski, I have confidence in him. Uh, real confidence that he's going to do something. Not like that fraud with the 76ers, Daryl Morey. Uh, it's just Dave Dombrowski is a sharp, smart guy, and he's going to do something, and I believe that 100%. All right, good stuff. Howard, we appreciate it as always. Have a good rest of your week, and uh, we'll talk soon, Howard, all right? We'll we'll let you know when the appreciation day is. You know what? I'll be on again tonight at 6 o'clock, but I'm glad I could help you guys straighten you guys out in a lot of the things that you're just not fully aware. All right, of. you know what I said. We're, I was about to say goodbye, but we, Howard, we got to straighten you out on one thing, Howard. I just want to ask you again because during the season you said you didn't really think Fangio would, that was ever really going to happen last off season if Gannon had not left the way he left. Do you think now after he's here he would have been here last year if Gannon was more honest? Um, he got. I'll just say this, and one of the reasons I didn't think he was going to come, uh, money shouldn't be an issue, but it is. He got twice as much as any defensive coordinator in football. Wow. Money-wise. So when you do that, he got not head coach money, but the lower end of head coaches, Mm -hmm. he got close to head coach money. And that was a little bit of an issue. He could have bailed out of the Miami because he didn't sign it. He wouldn't be able to be, you know, a consultant with the Eagles if he had signed the deal. Right with Miami. So I think the money might have had something to do with it. Did they like Fangio? Obviously they had him as a consultant, but I'm not so sure uh, he would have been the guy if Gannon and he, if he wanted that kind of money and Gannon would have let them know sooner, but you guys buried Gannon last year. Now, now all of a sudden, Oh, you missed Jonathan. Gannon. No, I, I was always a Gannon guy. Gannon's a good coach. Oh, okay. People were well, a I hard. still think he sucks. Yeah, for the record, well, he does. So. All yeah, right. Well, well, Kyle's an idiot and a dope. And you know, and you is just kind of hanging around trying to, Officiate the two nonsense, <laughs> the nonsense between the two of them. I'm a ref now. Yeah, he's, he, uh, he's making a lot of mistakes, referee. All right, Howard, we'll talk soon. All right, talk to you. Guys. There he goes. What a dope. Howard Eskin there. A lot of information there from Howard. So Howard thinks Embiid's just trying to circumvent the uh, fine for the Sixers. That's why is that what play. it is? That's what Howard thinks. Not worried about the injury. He um, also said the Phillies are not done, so they're going to get a starter and a reliever. Thinks they're also a bat short. I agree with a lot of Howard, and I'm glad he brought up the Reese Hoskins thing. I brought this up last week when he signed with Milwaukee. This feels like a major gamble by the Phillies. This whole Bryce Harper stays at first base, and we just roll with Johan Rojas, who couldn't hit his weight See, in that's the postseason. The thing. That, that's the thing. When we were talking about it this morning, you are talking about moves being made. I think that they feel in this offseason that Rojas – you know, with the proper training and the proper tutelage, that he could become a decent hitter. It's a gamble. Like, like a, like a decent hitter. I, I know what you mean. Like decent, like what? A, not, not nice, but just decent. you know, yeah, decent. To make his glove be worth, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 be worth yeah. playing. What, yeah. what if he's not a decent hitter? See, that's a, then you. I think you leave yourself some room to make some more moves, but I think you get the you get spring training for that. I think that they're really that's going to be the emphasis. They're going to try to get him as many at-bats as they possibly can to try to see if they can fix that. I'm sure they are. I just feel – the more I think about it, and, you know, 
Bryce at first base, sure, and then it'll work out fine. I, I thought he did well in the short sampling size that we had. I, I agree, and I think that's probably the best long-term thing that he goes to first base, but just for this particular season, I believe they would have been a better team with Bryce back in the outfield and Reese Hoskins at first base. We'll, we'll hear from Reese later in the show what he said yesterday, introductory press conference in Milwaukee. Kent, let's go back to the phone lines here. Kent in Norristown. What's up, Kent? How's my two favorite and beat haters doing today? Oh, Ken, I missed this. I, I really did. <laughs> I, I can't believe how much hate I'm hearing today. What, 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 what is the hate for Embiid today? That he's hurt? What, what, is that, does he have control over him being hurt? Oh, jeez. Does he have control? I'm just asking the question. Does he have control over himself getting hurt? I don't give a shit. Does he have control over him not playing at Denver for, for the last five years? Who controls you, that? So you think... You're right I'm, I'm just I, listen. First of all, Ken, I'm asking you okay. a question. I'm not being adversarial. I'm asking right, you a question. Right. What? Right, so what? What is the what, what, what? Why hasn't he played in Denver for the last five years? Circumstances happen that he couldn't play. No. You, that, you, you don't. You don't you think, do. Ken? You do don't you think guys. that's a? You don't think that's you? You just think that's a coincidence, huh? You, that's a it's coincidence. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Okay, that's but fine. You, but but you guys who who tell me that Embiid just loves the he loves the um the spotlight. He wants to be that guy. You're telling me you think that oh, Joel Embiid doesn't want to play against the Joker on national TV? I don't know, Ken. I don't uh, know what I it guess. is. All I know is that no one else does this. 15 minutes for a tip-off, we're just all of a sudden out. It doesn't happen. So someone, so Ken, someone is screwing up here. Either the Sixers are making a mess of the injury report, and shame on them, they should get fined, or Embiid's checking out. Like one of the, it's got to be one of those two so things. You're right. So you think you think Embiid checked it out? Do you honestly believe that Embiid checked out of that game? Going I don't. Can I don't know what happened. What, is, what does it look like? But I'm asking you. I'm just asking you. I'm just asking you. Being the guy that y'all say that Embiid is that wants the spotlight, that wants to have, have the shine, that wants to get his numbers and stuff like that. That wants to no, be can, can I, can I actually, I actually think he's probably hurt again, which is frustrating. As much as it's not his okay. fault, it's frustrating. Ken, I, I've, mm-hmm. I, I've said the same thing for five years, and everyone who loves Embiid just doesn't want to say it out loud because it hurts. He's not what? built for the long term. He can't get through a season. He can't physically do it. It's why every single April and May, he's hobbling up and down the court. It's the same Think, Ken. See, I'm, I'm not, I'm not there with Joe, but I, I, I think that you know you're labeling me a hater because I'm questioning whether or not you know something's going on with him. You're talking about a guy that comes off a 70 point game, goes to Denver, all of a sudden doesn't play, like, and has a history of not playing up there, and then all of a sudden is there's some issues with his knee. I don't think that's being a hater. I'm just speculating on what's going on with him, and for you to sit right. there and not think all right, that. Here. All right, Ken. Just say, say what you got. Say what you got to say, Ken. No, you're right, Hugh. I'm going to say you're a half a hater. Okay, is, that, is that fair? Yeah, Ken, whatever you say, bro. What are you, Ken? Are, what are you? What, Kent, what are you? Seriously, guys. Y'all, y'all told me last year that regular season doesn't matter. Y'all didn't even care about The man would drop the 35 or 15. He didn't even get a sniff of five minutes off the air from anybody saying anything about Well, Ken, to be fair, hold on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, and Howard brought this what? up, and he's – to be fair – I, I, I'm numb to the scoring in the NBA. I, I gave him his props last week. He scored 70. That's that's pretty darn amazing. But every night, there's someone at 40 or 50 or 60. Like, I'm not yeah, going to spend a lot of time was, on it. It was a bad time because what? Uh, uh, was it a cat dropped 62 yeah. that night? And then uh, somebody Booker did. did it, and, then and, and, uh, and Luca who was did that? it. Then who else did Luca. it? Luca. Luca did Luca it. Luca had night, Yeah, in, in Atlanta. I, I'm just, Ken, oh, I, yeah. I'm numb to the scoring. Yeah. He's obviously an amazing scorer, but what do you want me to do? Just like start a show every day, like Joel Embiid dropped 35. Let's talk about it. He does. Th- th- this is what good NBA players do these days. They score a lot of points. I don't think we're appreciating what we have here in Joel Embiid. Oh, we're not appreciating. Are we not, not appreciate? This is something that we will never see again in our lifetime. This is the last of a dying breed, and he plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the guy misses one regular season game, and we're going to tear his whole career no, down. No, no one is doing that. No, no, Ken, no one did see, that. See, Ken, Ken, now you're acting like a Karen, because I don't, I don't feel like anybody on here is tearing down this man's career. And I do remember saying when he scores 70, how phenomenal it was. Listen, Kent, Kent, I don't mind talking to you, but stop being a Karen, man, and calling everybody uh, haters and all this other stuff. We do a radio show every day, and we're going to call out certain things, man, but just just with that little Karen attitude, man, let that go. Also, it's one of two things. Either he's hurt, which is obviously unfortunate, not good for the Sixers, or he's not, which means there's a problem. I, I just I, Can people not separate the fact that whether it's his fault or not, 
It's frustrating that he's hurt again. Kent, when he when his phone call was over, said, "Oh, one injury," and the, it's not one injury. This happens it's every a, it year. Feels, it feels like a pattern. It's Groundhog Day, and, it, and it's it's safe to call out as a fan to call out the pattern. That's not being a hater. That's just like saying, "Hmm, mighty funny." Like it just feels like around this time of year, you don't want to play in Denver. I wonder why. Now. I tried to get a man grace by saying maybe it's it's something uh, physical. Maybe he can't play in the alt- altitude then, there. Tell us because I think that's it. I actually, I I would give him grace if he has blood clots, right? I think that was that's Ryan Clark. That's thing. a serious thing. Now, obviously, if they play the the Nuggets in the finals, it'd be a big deal. But for, primarily, he's only play there once a year. Like, okay, if he can't play, we get it. No one's going to rip him for that. That's a medical condition. No one ripped Ryan Clark, like when he couldn't play there as a safety for the Steelers. I mean, it's it's a it's, it, look, Joel's a great player. No one with a brain would say he's not a great player. But if you aren't questioning by now if he's built to get through an entire year, including the playoffs, you're just living in the clouds, man. 215-592-9494. Reset on the other side. The Embiid stuff, are you worried about his knee? I feel like I've said that so many times over the years on this station. Are the Eagles close to being a contender? Hugh believes they I are. I believe it. I believe it. I think there's a lot of work to do here. Plus... We pulled up some audio of Vic Fangio, what he said about facing an offense led by Kellen Moore, plus Jaws' feelings on Moore's offense. We got open lines for you. 215 592 9494 Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.